This is the Ty Wilson Law Podcast, where we discuss the legal topics of Georgia workers' compensation, Georgia personal injury law, and other general topics to help educate about the law. This is for informational purposes only. We do not represent you until we have a written agreement to do so. Our goal is to provide helpful information and to educate listeners. If you have a specific question on a Georgia legal topic, feel free to contact us toll-free at 877-960-4585. Now, without further delay, here is Ty Wilson. Hello, we're here for the basics of Georgia workers' compensation, and today we're going to talk about income benefits. Hello, my name is Ty Wilson. I'm a Georgia workers' compensation attorney practicing law in the state of Georgia, and our discussion for today is a general explanation of income benefits and how they work under Georgia workers' compensation law. And so, we discussed in a prior video medical care. Obviously, when you get injured on the job, the most important thing you can do is notify your supervisor and or boss that one, you've been injured, and two, you need medical care for your injuries. Depending upon if your employer has what is called a posted panel of physicians, they may be able to control who you get to see for your medical care. We discussed that in our prior video. Well, now we're looking at a situation where you've either been taken out of work completely for more than seven days, or you've been released to light duty, and your employer cannot accommodate your light duty restrictions. So let's say, for example, that you're injured on the job, you're working construction, you hurt your back, and you're on light duty, sedentary duty. The doctor says you can only do sitting down work, and your job is typically at a construction site. Well, your employer may say, hey, I don't have any of that type of work. You just go on home. And if they do, it's going to be important that after seven days, there's a discussion with the adjuster on are the income benefits starting or where are we at on that? You should be entitled to that so long as you're an employee and you meet all the other things that we discussed in our prior video on how to get the medical benefits. And if you do, then you'll get income benefits. And so what does that mean? Well, typically in Georgia, you're paid weekly. And so you're given a weekly check. So how do they calculate that? Well, they take from when you're injured and they look back before your injury, 13 weeks. And it does not matter if that was the slowest time of the year or hopefully that was a great time of year for you, depending. If your wages are consistent, it's very easy to calculate. You take your average weekly wage over those 13 weeks, you average them out, and that becomes your average weekly wage. Then you take two-thirds or 67% of that number, and that is what is called your comp rate. Now, if that number turns out to be above $675 per week currently, that is the max. Those numbers are always changing. We're talking, this is middle of June 2021. And so currently, the max rate is 675 That is subject to change and increase down the road. So if this video is older as you're watching it, you want to reach out to a Georgia workers' compensation attorney or reach out to the Georgia State Board of Workers' Compensation and just ask, what is the maximum rate of income benefits today? Also, once that number is determined, that kind of follows you around. And that is what is called your temporary, if you're receiving income benefits and you're out of work completely, it's called temporary total disability, meaning you're totally disabled temporarily. And so you'll be getting those checks so long as either you're out of work completely per your doctor or you get released to light duty and your employer cannot accommodate your light duty restrictions. Keep in mind, As you're receiving this medical care, it is anticipated that you're going to improve in your condition. This depends upon the nature of your injuries. If if you have a very, very serious injury and your claim is a catastrophic claim, it probably will not be very quickly before you recover if you are able to recover at all. These are the most um, serious injuries that are out there, and some of them, unfortunately, are not 
or there's there's a way you can improve your condition, but you cannot get back to where you were. Most injuries in workers' compensation, however, are ones that you can improve your condition. Sometimes it's a knee surgery. Sometimes it's a shoulder surgery. Sometimes it's no surgery at all. So it certainly depends on one, how did you get hurt? And two, what is involved in getting you back to where you were if they can. And so it's called maximum medical improvement. And that's something that you and your doctor will have to figure out as you get the testing and go through and figure out exactly what's going on with your injury. With the income benefits, those will start at some point if you're out of work for more than seven days or your employer cannot accommodate your light duty restrictions for more than seven days. When do those stop? Well, as you improve, your restrictions could get where there you can do more and more things, more and more job functions and duties such as we used an example in our prior video, someone hurt their back and they can't lift uh, or their sedentary duty. Well, as you improve your condition, the doctor will say, hey, I think now you can try to lift up to five pounds. Maybe the next visit up to 15 pounds, next visit up to 20 pounds and 35 and move, move you up as you go along with your care. And that's as your condition is improving. If it does not improve, you'll have to go back to the doctor. But if it continues to improve, well, at some point your employer might say, hey, I got something where you can work. And uh, once you return back to work, well, then the checks will cut off. What we see is that's when a lot of people reach out to an attorney, say, hey, can you help me with this claim? And that's a little later in the process. A smarter time to contact any attorney would be when you are getting checks. There is a lot more that can be done when you are getting checks. Uh, there's a couple of benefits such as uh, your right to an independent medical evaluation with a doctor of your choosing. That's something that can be done so long as it's within a certain time frame, currently 120 days from your last income benefit check. And so that's something that you want to use strategically to your advantage if at all possible. So on our prior video, we covered the medical benefits. And on this video, we covered income benefits as far as weekly checks. There is also one other angle in the income benefit check and it's called permanent partial disability. Typically, the law states, and there's no typically, <clears throat> the law states that if you're receiving income benefit checks weekly or temporary total or temporary partial disability income benefits, you cannot receive permanent partial disability benefits. And so it's a mouthful, but if you're working and you're back at work and your employer says, or your doctor says, hey, you're at maximum medical improvement. We're gonna ask that you undergo an FCE. Sometimes you're back at work, sometimes you're not. And FCE is short for functional capacity evaluation. Here's where they're gonna test what you can do. How often can you lift your arms up this way, this way, this way, you know, twisting, turning, using your hands and all these other functions that you might need as an employee. And then they will make a determination depending upon obviously your injury, what your impairment rating is. And at that point, it is highly probable that the doctor is going to say, I believe that there's nothing more I can do to help you medically speaking. So we're gonna release you at maximum medical improvement. You can come back to our office as needed. However, I don't think there's anything else I can do medically to improve your condition. At that point, they will typically release you from care and they will get an impairment rating from the functional capacity evaluation. Once you're released from care, they will determine do you have permanent restrictions and are you back at work or are you not? If you are back at work and you're not receiving weekly checks, well, 
the permanent partial disability checks will likely start. And that will be calculated based on information that you're provided through the functional capacity evaluation, through your weekly pay. You'll likely get weekly pay until that amount is paid up. You should receive a document from the State Board of Work, actually from the adjuster, advising what your permanent partial disability payments are and how much you're entitled to, and they'll pay you weekly until they've paid it out. This is if you do not have an attorney. If you have an attorney, chances are the attorney's going to want to see if there is an ability to resolve the claim through amicable settlement. Um, something you should know, if there is settlement or a settlement, one, it's optional from both parties. And so that's critical to know. Two, and probably most important, are you physically able to get back to work? If you are and you want to go back to work, you probably do not want to bring an attorney in the mix because the attorneys work on what's called a contingency fee basis. And the contingency fee basis says, if I'm able to recover uh, a lump sum settlement for you, we're entitled to 25% of whatever we're able to recover. If there is no settlement, the attorney's not getting paid. If there is a settlement, then the insurance company will agree to a dollar amount, and that may be through settlement mediation or, or not, and we can talk about that in another video as well. And more importantly, they will ask for you to resign your position with that employer. They do this for several reasons. One, to make sure that you don't apply for unemployment benefits after you've settled the claim. And two, they don't want to settle with you, bring you back at work, have you re-injure yourself and settle with you again, possibly earning you more money than you would have earned as an employee um, based upon re-injury. They know that sometimes if a job has injured someone, it is highly likely it will injure someone again, depending upon the nature of the injury itself. So just as a matter of course, they typically always request a resignation. Is that set in stone? No. But I would say um, solid 99% of the cases that I have personally dealt with have requested a resignation and not for the uh, claimant to reapply with that particular employer. We hope this information has been helpful. We hope that you'll come check out our other videos. Thank you. Thank you for listening. This has been the Ty Wilson Law Podcast. If you have any specific questions on Georgia law or would like to obtain any of Ty's books or special reports on the topics of purchasing auto insurance, handling car wrecks, or Georgia work injuries, call us today toll-free at 877-960-4585.